0: I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance.
1: If a person has dogs, they have worms. If a person has cats, they have worms. They do. They're, they're you can't get away from it. Sorry, you know, just letting you know the truth. Okay, so there's a big surge happening on the internet right now. I I do believe it's from the whole COVID nonsense, and also because of the popularity of ivermectin, that people realize that the that the virus is really parasites. That really this whole thing, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get sick from something I can't see is invisible. It's just it's like the latest boogeyman story. Scientism doesn't have to do with the scientific method. It just has to do with some kind of new religion. You know, this whole COVID thing has been an enormous explosion of consciousness, actually. Fasting on water is by far, in my opinion, the, the thing that gives you youth the fastest. No question about it. That, everyone, is David Avocado Wolf. If you have not heard his
0: name, where have you been? I am a huge fan of David Wolf and have been for a very long time. He's an adventurer, a farmer, a natural health advocate, and he is a juggernaut when it comes to health content on the internet. And I've been actually trying to get him on this podcast for years. And you know what? He didn't disappoint. He brought it in this episode we cover a lot of ground specifically and in depth we talk about parasites why you should be concerned with them why you should look at cleansing right now we talk about electroculture which is using copper wires to harness ether to grow your plants more effectively we talk about self-sufficiency and healthy skepticism of the government we talk about the covid jobs actually being parasites parasites We talk about how COVID brought to light scientism and elevated human consciousness. We're actually in a better place now than we were because a lot of things were brought to light. We talk about the tripart nature of reality, why health is important to become more spiritually aware. I want to give you a fair warning. This is a very provocative conversation and some of you are not going to like it and that's okay. That's all right. What I ask for you is to stay open, to keep your mind open to the possibilities that some of these things that David is saying is true because he's been right a lot over the last couple of decades. A lot of the things that he has said or questioned have brought about a lot of negative attention in his way, but guess what? He's been right a lot and I mean a lot so keep an open mind and really enjoy the conversation because it could change your life dramatically. One more thing, actually two more things before we jump into this episode. Number one, What's Up Wednesday is here. Weekly newsletter with five key points, five little nuggets of wisdom that will help you know illuminate, inspire, and educate. A very short email delivered to your inbox every midday on Wednesday. So if you want to sign up for that, just send me your email or better yet, go to seanmccormick.com and check out the store where I have major, major discounts on my favorite products that I've tested, that I stand behind and researched. Really awesome stuff just for you with big, big discounts. And also if you want to sign up for What's Up Wednesday, the newsletter, every single Wednesday, just click on the homepage and send me your email address. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, buckle up for David Avocado Wolf. And I'm here with David Avocado Wolf, nutritionist, organic farmer, adventurer, uh, polymath. I hope you're okay with that. Um, We we started to talk and then we got cut off and so we're starting this again. And you blew my mind 17 times in about four minutes. Um, We started with the question, which is, what are you focused on right now? And maybe we can just start there again because I think that this is amazing. So please take it away.
1: Okay. I was... uh Outside all last night, I was running in and outside till about four or five in the morning doing electroculture. So what I'm doing is I'm creating antenna or masts of copper, usually coiled around bamboo, but I've used other wood as well and old drumsticks. I'm a drummer, so I've used some of the old some of those guys out there. So that's been kind of fun. And and I'm and I've gotten them into almost every potted plant in the yard. I'm planting up a forest. I've got about 100 trees out there at least that have sprouted up, and I'm getting ready to overgrow the government, I guess would be the best way to say it.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's I like that. So we're talking about wrapping copper wire around sticks of some sort and driving them into the ground to basically pull energy out of the ether and send it into the ground to increase uh, yield, plant health, soil health.
1: Yes. All all the above. Yes. And it's a dielectric effect. It was interesting because we got cut off. I went and I grabbed this book, which was I saw. I was like, oh, I have that right there. And this has a whole thing on the diamagnetic nature of copper, but not iron. Iron is paramagnetic. So you can't use iron, but you can use silver. You can use copper. You can use zinc. Those are all diamagnetic. And so that's an interesting little distinction I remembered from this book. So I just wanted to check up on my memory and I was actually on target with that. So that was kind of cool. Another thing that's diamagnetic is gold. Lead is diamagnetic too. Not that I would use lead in my garden, but copper is the easiest, most available choice. And people have been doing electroculture for over a hundred years, but it's gotten a big resurgence lately and very exciting time right now because everyone's thinking I've got to grow more food and what a great concept that you could just take stuff that is either being thrown away or not being used properly and use it to help you grow food, seemingly an unrelated thing, something that's related to electricity and you know, the world of wiring um, we're using it here. And now I'm using uncovered or uncoated wire. It's open wire. It's not, it doesn't have a plastic sheath around it.
0: At the, at the heart of, of this, this, this here podcast, and we've been touching on this a lot lately for good reason is, is this idea of being prepared, preparedness, you know, preparedness, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, pragmatically, to be able to be more self-sufficient, to not rely on big brother, uh, or really any governmental entity as, as, as much as you possibly can is to be self-sufficient and, and I think that there's a lot that goes into that. And at the heart of what we're doing here is biohacking. How can you improve your performance? And um, downstream of of this idea that we can all build ourselves into be our, the best versions of ourselves, there are so many things that we should be worried about. I mean, like literally, legitimately, legitimately worried about as far as our health and performance. And you you started into uh, something that you read this morning uh, or that you watched this morning around um, the fact that the COVID jabs may not have any MRNA in them at all. Could you maybe, let's just, let's just go there again.
1: Okay. So there's a big surge happening on the internet right now. I, I do believe it's from the whole COVID nonsense. And also because of the popularity of ivermectin, that people realize that the, that the virus is really parasites that really this whole thing, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get sick from something I can't see and is invisible. It's just it's like the latest boogeyman story. It's really parasites of some sort or parasite um respiratory parasites maybe or seasonal detox of parasites and that's why we get sick in the winter that kind of stuff that's a whole new angle that people are looking at a lot of the um a lot of that group is called the terrain versus germ theory group right so now i've been looking at that for 30 years over 30 years personally i think it's mostly terrain but not 100% i'm not a terrain th- theory maximalist by the way i don't want to be sprayed with anthrax or any other bacteria from anything. So, um, you know, I, I I like my own bacteria, and I like the shielding that it provides. At any rate, the interesting download from Lee Merritt. See now, Lee Merritt is one of these doctors. I've been watching this from the sidelines, and I'm you know, this whole COVID thing has been an enormous explosion of consciousness, actually. And one of the things that I'm seeing is that these people that we've been trying to reach all our lives, the intellectual class that normally was bought into scientism, science as a religion, you can study this, but you can't study that. And all this other nonsense that goes with it, it's scientism doesn't have to do with the scientific method. It just has to do with some kind of new religion. Anyway, those guys were all caught up in scientism. Our whole intellectual classes of the entire Western world is all caught up in scientism badly. This has cracked them out. It's cracked them out of that program. And so Dr. Lee Merritt is one of these people who's been cracked out of that program. So she suddenly realized, uh oh, it's parasites and I better start looking into this. And so she had a really interesting download. She was talking about her her journey into fenbendazole and ivermectin and also the wormwood and other things that are, you know, cloves, black um, walnut hull, that kind of stuff. But as she was getting into that, she said that they had sent, I believe it was 18 different labs, samples of the jabs from all the different companies, all four of them, no mRNA in any of them. First time I'd heard that. Now, I'll follow up with that. She's a pretty good resource, so I'll follow up with that. But that, what's happening here, my opinion, is the whole thing's a sw- bait and switch. The whole thing, look over here, look over here. Meanwhile, they got your wallet. Meanwhile, they got your watch. So that seems really in the playbook for what's going on with this fifth generation warfare or chess game or whatever you want to call what's going on right now. And, And it seems like exactly what they would do. Now, those of us who are conspiracy theorists, you know, like me, whatever that means, um, have been warning people for years and years and years, decades about scientism, about the jabs, about the whole system of medicine, all of it. I mean, I grew up in it. Both my parents are medical doctors. My dad's known Dr. Fauci for 50 years. Um the whole thing's a complete and total utter scam beyond it's beyond anything. always has been, I've been trying to alert people that my whole career. Now I've got listeners. Now it's suddenly changed around. Now suddenly all those people who are like, you're an idiot. They're like, wait, what? I have parasites. What are you talking about? It's, you know, it's gotten to that level, which is great. And, and, you know, this is, this is just, you know, one of these moments where some of these really incredible minds that have been this is why the scientism has been foisted on us because you get the smartest people in the world on the wrong theories and they'll be chasing their tails for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. See, I, and that's another thing I've been saying for decades. The reason why we have scientism is exactly that. And so now that this COVID nonsense has broken people out of the program. Well, that's, that's really good news. I mean, that's as good as it gets. It really is. So that's the silver lining on the insanity. It's
0: flushed out. Everybody. It's flushed out your uncle, your cousin, your best friend, your Reiki healer. It's flushed out everyone. And and something that, you know, I've been paying attention to um, over the course of the last three years is all of these people who have been advocates for natural health, not just naturopathic doctors, but Reiki healers, energy workers, yoga teachers, life coaches, nutritionists, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked and dismayed at how many of these people who pride themselves in natural living and natural health bought it and they fell. And it's, it, it really has created this separation between, do you live by what you talk about? Are you willing to stand up for that? Or can you be manipulated by the narrative? And, 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 and I mean, maybe you can just sort of respond to that because it's been, it's, it's, it's sad, but it's also necessary.
1: Personally, the, the main culprit here is the defaulted religion that we were defaulted into. So let me just kind of lay out this perspective, because I worked out this out over many years, decades, that essentially the human being is going to be religious and that what you believe happened before you were born, what you believe happens after you die, what you believe is above you and what you believe is below you is your religion. That's your religion. So if the TV came on, said this is what happened before you were born and here's the real history here and here's what happened before and here's what's going to happen next. And, you know, after you're dead, you're dead. That's it. You're wiped out. You're obliterated. And uh, what's above you is this, you know, the sky and then there's all these stars and up there and there's trillions of light years and below you as it goes down to the core of the earth and, you know, there's a molten core and. It's all BS, all that that I just said is complete BS, total BS, has nothing to do with reality. In fact, the vision, and I want to get into this because this is a real wake-up call that people really want. If they they want freedom in their life, this is a wake-up call right here. The cosmology we were sold is fake and it's satanic, and that's a big one. That's a huge, huge one to swallow, and it's a gulp. It's like, oh, geez, what gulp? I mean, it's one of those. But I, I'll tell you when, you know, about in 2004, 2005, my business partner at the time, he left me a series of videos. That was VHS days, by the way. <laughs> and it was uh, about the moon landing being fake. And that that film, that series of videos got something in my brain. It, it pushed something in. And I was like. It might all be fake. All the all the man's space program might be fake. So I started looking back then that it all might be fake. Now I'm convinced. I'm I'm sure I, I'm not convinced. I know. It's beyond, it's way beyond. I mean, I've watched thousands and thousands of hours of material. I know all the B-movie BS that they're trying to pull off. And the only thing really that's going on is people buying into it or they're believing in the scientism. So this brings us back to our point. What's happening here is that we're we're seeing when suddenly science is going to save us and science is going to come up with something and science is going to save us from the pandemic. And people who in their deepest recesses of their belief system buy that scientism is real will fall for it.
0: Hmm. Because that is their religion. If That's you, pray a, you you at, got at, it at the altar of, yep. of, of you know, when you're questioning Dr. Anthony Anthony Fauci, you're questioning <clears throat> science itself. Science. And like, oh did he just say that? He actually said that. He
1: actually said that because he's had so much power for so long. They've done so many experiments on unwilling people for so long. Mm that he doesn't look at a person like a human being. He looks at him as chattel or cattle or an experimental guinea pig. They they don't think like we do. They aren't like us. Um, when you're dealing with a budget of six and a half billion dollars a year, he decides which scientist gets famous and which doesn't. Mm. He decides which theory is going to be promoted and what's not going to be promoted, what drugs are going to be sold and what's not going to be sold. I mean, all of that. So what? I am the science beans. I am scientism. Mm-hmm. I'm your. I'm your pope. Actually, is what he's saying. And and it's it's it, to me it's just incredible because I I have a record of being. I am on the record about this stuff going back years. Yes. So I can go look here. Look at this. See, I told you right there. Yes. See, you know, and that's the thing. And so, it it, it just I you know I, I I think thank God for my teachers who taught me right. Hannah Kroger, who taught me about parasites. Rudolf Steiner who taught me about philosophy. And I went through all the philosophies of every, every philosopher on earth that I could get my hands on. I love a lot of it. But Rudolf Steiner is the greatest philosopher that's ever lived. Agreed. Um, all, the people who who pushed me back into reading Revelation and the book of Daniel and all those things. Phenomenal. And so I really want to thank all of them. But, you know, what we're dealing with here is a crisis, a spiritual crisis. Yeah. And it's a and it's a crisis of faith. It is a crisis of faith because I know that mother nature and the, the vast intelligence that created whatever this world is, is got my back. And if somebody doesn't know that they're screwed, they're in trouble. And I've seen that i noticed that first years ago on Twitter that, I, you know, people would troll me and I'd be like, what's wrong with this person? And every time in their bio it was like atheist, blah, 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 They at war with nature. Those are common themes. Those two themes were very common atheist we're fighting nature it's like oh there's a problem right there um first of all one is if you can if you're still buying atheism after all this you got to go grow a tree or something i, I don't know what there's nothing maybe maybe the person's unsavable i don't know um two is that the, this the magic of this reality it, it's we're not fighting nature it's almost all cooperation i'm out here i'm not fighting the deer back here every day i'm not you know, that's, that whole concept is just an abomination. I don't, it's, it has nothing to do with people who live in nature. Yeah. So it, well, it's a projection from a city person.
0: This week's episode is brought to you by BioPro+. Plus. I cannot tell you how much this product has changed my life and so many of the lives of my clients and you listeners. It's also saved my butt during 75 Hard... BioPro Plus is the faster, easier, and safer non synthetic alternative to painful, expensive, and invasive anti aging and hormone treatments. Before you do TRT, before you start taking a bunch of herbs that may not make you feel the way that you want to feel, you should try this. You can go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off you know you know that a sponsor is a hit when people who have purchased it reach out to me and say holy cow Sean I tried this and it's amazing it's blowing my mind it makes me better at everything that I do I love having sponsors like this that really make a difference in people's lives and this product is it's absolutely incredible it's growth factors and amino acids that will help you improve your hormones, become better at everything that you want to do. So go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. Right. It's a projection from a city person who thinks that they're smarter than you,
1: who also writes policy, who, yeah, well, we, this, <laughs> right. yeah, all the, you got it. Exactly. Yeah. All of the above. Now, what Rudolf Steiner says about our time and this time that we're in right now, but the reason why Rudolf Steiner's gotten a resurgence right now, there's a number of reasons for that. I'm part of that reason because I was the guy who found all those vaccine quotes and put them all over the internet. That Rudolf Steiner said what the vaccine's really about, which they're yes. trying to vaccinate you against spirituality. Right. That's the real reason they're trying to inject you with this nonsense. Anyway, I, I was that guy. But there's another thing is that Rudolf Steiner called it. He called it. So many things he said have happened and so many things he said are going to happen in the 21st century are just waiting to happen. We can see it developing right now. And so that's a cool area of research. And I, I will say that, you know, if you want to, we can get into the core of Rudolf Steiner's teachings, which has helped me immensely. It comes down to one paragraph, actually, out of the million pages that Rudolf Steiner left behind on the earth. It comes down to one paragraph. He says, this is actually the whole thing right here. This is it. We can well, go there. Let's go there right now. OK, so the human being in our journey in life is beset by two di- stranger tractors, two dangerous black holes, two troubling spots of of uh, toil and trouble. And one of them is our thinking or our impulses or algorithmic thinking or thinking that the world is a machine or that through we can hack you. That's it. Remember that guy? We can, we can hack you. We got, we got the algorithm you, to accept, to eyes. You remember that guy? He's like, yeah. dude, chill out, man. Like what's up? <laughs> that guy's purely harmonic and represents the energy I'm talking about in the sense of everybody's an algorithm. We can hack you. There's everything's material there. Um, Jesus was fake news. Everything spiritual is fake news. That, that mentality is a very, very destructive and dangerous mentality according to Rudolph Stein. And it eventually is going to lead to a disaster, which is we're heading into. And he says it happens in the 21st century. The other mentality, which is another strange attractor, another troubling area that humanity has to make it through, is the luciferic impulse, which is the escapism and the false light. I'm going to give my power away over to a doctor. I'm giving my power away over to a guru. I'm giving my power away because I don't know, they know better than me about myself. You know, that's thinking is another very troubling. Aspect of the human condition, and it's those two energies that are in a, in a pincer move right now that are that are surrounding us. For example, the luciferic energy gives you gives you this idea that scientism is going to somehow figure out how to solve some respiratory infection and cure you. That's the luciferic impulse, right in action, giving your power away. So you, they're going to figure it out. The, then comes the armonic jab with the nanobots and the other crap that's in it. All very, very dangerous metals and all kinds of things that have been in there. And that's aramonic, And it's those two things in many different metaphors that the human being faces every day. Hmm. So, for example, let me give you another example. Let's say somebody's like super new agey and it's like, oh, the guides told me to do this and the guides told me to do that. And I'm super new agey and I know what to do. And everybody, you know, I, I know my guides are guiding me. That person is Luciferic. They've given over their power to entities that are not themselves. Hmm. And and they've also given themselves over to escapism. So my guides are guiding me. I'm not guiding myself. See that difference? That's a very subtle difference. So the New Age movement is very much contaminated with luciferic impulses. Mm. The aromonic consciousness is what contaminates Washington, D.C. and what contaminates the Wall Street and big business. We're going to get we're going to we're going to meet the numbers and the stock market. You know, all that stuff's very armonic. It's algorithm. It's um, everything's material. It's abacus counting, all of that stuff. So. What we have to do as human beings, we have to stay in between those two forces and not get drawn off into one or the other at the deepest recesses of our religion, of our b- deepest belief systems. And so I'm just lucky because I was born a black sheep of the family, and I never believed what anybody said about anything. So that that's to my deficit for sure, and my I definitely suffered for that, and I've definitely benefited from that for sure because it made it harder to learn simple things because I never believed anything. I never mm. believed anything. Thing. I was like, nope, they're wrong, whatever. That's a lucky thing. But luckily that also kept me from buying into anything too much and therefore was able to resist certain impulses of our society and civilization.
0: Well, I, I think to your same point, the last three years have have separated those people, the people who like, if you have been able to resist the propaganda, the coercion, the pressure if you've been able to resist against that for the last three years, power to you, because it's, it's, it's going to get worse. It's going to get weirder. You know, uh, there you know, holographic aliens, uh, a- in the sky and, you know, I- fake
1: alien invasion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all coming. And so if you can think it's for coming. yourself and if you can do your research, if you can, um, take control of your body, then you're, you're gonna, you're gonna be better off. I, I want, I want to, I want to kind of like twist this back into um, um, natural health a little bit. And, and, and I I do want you to go off. I want you to go off and speak freely, please throughout this, this whole interview. Um, How has the definition of health or natural health changed in the last say three years?
1: Oh, it's not changed much for me because I have already I I know that all that the jabs and all their medicine, the whole enterprise, what they're doing is a total abomination. So for me, it hasn't changed really at all. It's just I'm just trying to strengthen what we've been doing for the last 30 years to try to get that into the hearts and minds of all the people who've been opened up by what's happened. And that to me is just an absolute joy to do that. Now, natural health in general is relating to what we were just talking about is very interesting in the sense that somebody who's very luciferic in their consciousness will disintegrate or develop a disintegratory disease like diabetes. Uh, Somebody who's very armonic in their consciousness will develop a calcification disease like arthritis or heart attack or stroke. And that's very important to know, because if you're type A personality and you're go, 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 and there's no time to play and there's no time for anything else, then the proximity of a stroke or heart attack or arthritis is never too far away because you'll develop a calcification disease because of those calcifying thoughts and ideals, or as Steiner would say, armonic thoughts and ideals. So then I'll go a little bit deeper with that because a big thing in the natural health world lately has been parasites. Right. People and realizing that the real issue is parasites. So Steiner basically Steiner lays this out. And when he laid this out, I went, man, oh, man, this is incredible. This, this guy's incredible. I mean, it, truly a gift from God sent to sent from the sun to us to as, a, as an emissary of the light. This is how important Steiner's work is. This is what Steiner said. He said that there is no evil. There's just parasites and the parasite can't create anything. Evil can't create anything. And that will be the problem. That's what defeats evil. Ultimately, ultimately, people go, we're not giving our our designs and this over to those evil bastards and we're not doing anything for them. That's where that's when it stops. And we're in that process right now. I don't know how long it's going to go. Maybe it'll end in 10 years. Maybe it'll end tomorrow. Maybe it'll end in 100 years, but it's going to end. We're gonna to get to the end of this Kali Yuga for sure. Um, Steiner says it's already over. Now we're just in the we're in the apocalypse phase, which is we're finding out everything. And I do think we're gonna find out everything. So you know, when we look at parasites, there's two types. There's an aromonic parasite, which insists itself causes cyst formation and biofilms and then disintegratory parasites like Lyme's disease and Borrelia and spirochetes that disintegrate tissue that's very hard to be get to, like joint tissue, for example, or brain tissue or poorly vascularized areas of your body where these things take root. And one, the disintegrative parasite is born in the blood. And the aramonic parasite is always born in biofilms and essentially tries to create a calcium shell over itself, kind of like a snail mm. kind of like a snail to protect itself, shield itself off. And the, these biofilms, somebody asked me a great question the, the other day. They said, what are these biofilms made out of? And I was like, heavy metals, plastics, debris falling out from chemtrails, everything toxic under the sun. The parasite uses to shield itself off from your immune system. That's and by the way, and I if you really wanted to ask me, it's like the reason the world is the way it is is because the world is run by parasites. Mm. And I mean that in every level of metaphor, what that means. I mean, in all of those metaphors are what that means. And the only way that the world will be defeated in terms of the parasites, the only way that the parasites will be defeated is by letting them grind to a halt because the parasite consumes its host. This is why we're getting chemtrailed. People go, why would they do that? Because the parasite destroys its host. And then at the moment when they're weakest, we strike. So we have to kind of bide our time and watch and bide our time and watch and bide our and join together because the next thing after the apocalypse is community building, join together as community, community, community. And then the, the time will come to, to move forward on on advancing the, the human enterprise instead of being in this chaos and retreat, divide and conquer that we're in right now.
0: Mind blown. Put my brains back together. Put my brains back together.
1: Every- <laughs> that was a lot
0: every level every level parasites all the way turtles all the way down and and i know that you have so we so we can we can activate on what we can control we can do parasite cleanses we can right, right. You,
1: that, that's all we can do all we can do is work on what we can control and the the pressing issue of our time is parasite cleansing because ultimately the problem isn't out there it really isn't out there it's not it's in here and every single day for the last month, for example, I do four parasite cleanses a year. Just in the last month, personally, I've done, these are the products I've been doing. Rug, every day, which is Remove Unwanted guests. Paratrex, which is a product my friend Dr. Group makes. X, which is Chervene Symbiotica product. Um, Fenbendazole, Ivermectin, pudica. Is that six of them? I think that's a six. Yep, that was the six of them. That's what I've been doing every night here, every day. And uh, and so I know for sure at this stage, I don't have worms. I don't have parasites. I know for a fact, because I can take all that stuff and never have any reaction at all. And it's been like that for years. That's a really good sign. And that's where we need to get everybody to see the reason I people ask me what the effect of that is. And I'll tell you what the effect is. You're you're in control of your consciousness. You're sovereign over your being. There's no organism is telling you eat that do this eat that do, you know, have that let's go for sugar think this thought do this thought. how about this thought listen to the tv you know there's nothing in your body that's doing that and by the way parasites do control the consciousness of their host that's the facts that's what robert sapolsky found out stanford university and his research there just crazy download that's just on toxoplasmosis and basic stuff right. let alone rope worms tapeworms, worms hook worms liver flukes and the list goes on. It's a big list.
0: Yeah. The the I think anybody people who are who are, you know, scrambling to keep up and and wrap their brain around some of this information, ask around. Ask your friends and, and see if anyone's ever had an experience with parasites. You know, they've found one and ask them what their experience is. And what they will tell you is they didn't feel like themselves. They made worse decisions. They were they were funky. They felt off. They didn't feel like they were in control. They had cravings for sugar. They wanted to lay in bed all day. I mean, and, and so like to bring this down, not to bring it down, but to 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 make it um, clear for people, ask, ask around your friends and family and and see if anyone has had dealings with parasites. And they will tell you exactly what David just said, which is, they take over the show. They change. And take over your autonomy from you. And um, so you know it's both a, a, a massive, gigantic, you know, existential issue and also something in your tummy, something in your blood that that makes you irksome,
1: you know. The the hyperdimensional consciousness that is Aramon or the the Aramonic Parasite. And the hyperdimensional consciousness that is Lucifer or the hyperdimensional parasite works not only through human agency, but also directly through parasites. So when somebody's saying like, we've got to stop Fauci, it's like, how about the Fauci rope worms? you got to stop them first because they're right there in your gut right now. You know what I mean? It's got to stop there. Now, how, how big of a problem is this? Well, you know, it's a big problem when the whole system is trying to say there is no problem. Now, that's the number one directive of all parasites to make you think that it's not there. number one directive of all parasites is to make you believe that they're not there and just look around. And then I have seen crazy evidence of nurses coming online on TikTok and be like, I had these patients. We confirmed with the blood work that they had parasites. I went back into their records. Those parasites and that material had been removed from their records by a doctor, I've seen that I've seen that and numerous other things like that. The, the, and what I'm trying at, what I'm getting to is that big pharma, the people running big pharma at the very top, they know they know it's actually parasites. That's the real problem. And all the other things are symptoms like the heavy metal. Why do we have heavy metals and plastics in the environment? Because that's what the parasites want. Mm. That's what they thrive in. That's why they ha- that's why we have it anyway. So at the very highest level, they want to make sure that you don't know that you can't figure it out. And fortunately, Mother Nature has all kinds of tools. Even Human Agency has developed all kinds of tools like Ivermectin and fenbendazole. And of course, you know, I'm a big fan of Black Walnut Hall and Cloves and Male Fern and Quassia and chunka Piedra and um, Wormwood and Epizote and Diatomaceous Earth and all the other things that we use and mimosa pudica seed. And it's epic. It really is epic. If you want to seize control of your consciousness, This is the way and that's an important step in the bigger picture of how I'm seeing this all happen, because I can see the big trend happening online of this interest in parasites. This is a necessary moment for humankind to come to consciousness about what the real problem actually is. If a person has dogs, they have worms. If a person has cats, they have worms. They do. They're, they're, you can't get away from it. Sorry, and, you know, just letting you know the truth. And so what you got to do is you have to deworm the, your dog and you, and you have to deworm your cats and you. And when you do that, you, something very special happens. It, it's just an amazing thing. And when you know for sure that they're all out, it's it's important. It's an important step. It's like, you know, all this stuff about the sovereignty movement, getting back your straw man, your name in all capital letters, your birth certificates on the stock exchange. That's all true and all real. And they're right in here first. It's like, let's deal with this right now. And then we'll deal with that next.
0: If you could if you could direct people where where they could go to learn more and to take action and to begin to 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 rid themselves from from these parasites and these worms, where where would they go?
1: Well, I mean, I just would start looking for it online. There's a lot of people, activists like myself. There's people who've done the turpentine cleanses. There's people who are more herbal. I'm more of an herbal guy, and I'm also an electronic medicine guy because I'm see I wear a zapper. I have worn the zapper for 20 years. And that's another reason why I know I have no worms, no parasites, because that zapper irritates the living hell out of a parasite, especially mm. worms, by wearing it because it puts out a, a, a frequency, not a frequency, a waveform is a better term puts out a waveform that irritates the hell out of the circadian rhythms of parasites and eventually breaks their circadian rhythms down. That's a whole story. And we will one day do a whole story on this because I'm upgrading this. That's been an awesome, awesome development over my career about where we've gone from the early days of the Hulda Clark zappers back 30 years ago to where we are today and what they mean so i'm the guy who combines the herbalism with the electronic medicine which was originally hulda clark's idea hulda clark was a genius for that but she just didn't have them right like we've improved 30 years a long time to improve something we've improved it and there's other people who are more in the fenbendazole side and there's other people more on the ivermectin side which i'm all into that too i love all those things um but my you know i've grown the herbs and I've constructed the zappers, you know, so that's my wheelhouse. And those are areas that are really fun for me. Um, somebody has a chronic, say somebody has a chronic infection, you know, let's say I have a guy, professional baseball player, actually, who had a um, chronic strep throat problem. You cannot believe what this right here will do to a chronic strep throat problem. You just consistently do this every day. Every day you get into it as a habit, just like you lift weights as a habit, just like you jog as a habit or walk as a habit or read as a habit, zapping as a habit. Now I can zap myself Well, I'm, I'm just sitting here and anyway. we're having a conversation and I'm zapping myself right below my belly button in particular. And there are still zappers out there, the old school kind like Don Croft's Terminator 2, like I'll be back Terminator 2 zappers. And he, he actually he was so far into zappers, he unfortunately died in a paragliding accident. But he did have an amazing website. I don't know if it's still active. You can still get a zappers though. Um, but his his website was worldwithoutparasites.com. Whoa! How about that? It, we've it, been doing we've been doing a lot of outreach with with my with my um, rug product, which is remove unwanted guests. Um, we've been doing a lot of re- outreach with Doctor Group's product, which is Paratrex. We've been doing a lot of outreach with Symbiotica's Para X. And, you know, again, I'm taking all three of those every day, including fenbendazole, and ivermectin and putica seed um, with basically with one meal a day. It's interesting what's happening. Just, you know, noticing like, oh, look at this. Okay. Oh, trip out. You know, this stuff's crazy because if you get out the unwanted guests, your behavior improves. You take full command. Are you ready to unlock the true potential of your body and mind?
0: Introducing Analema Coherent Water, a revolutionary new way to improve your health and well-being. Analema has been clinically proven to significantly increase ATP levels, the mitochondrial energy of your body. ATP is directly responsible for powering the majority of cellular processes in all living beings. Increased ATP levels result in improved athletic performance, enhanced cognitive function, improved cardiovascular health, and positively affect almost every area of human health. Imagine having more energy, a healthier gut, a clearer mind, and a youthful body with Analema Water. In case you missed it, go back to episode 402 where I talk with Mario Brinovich from Analema Water and we discuss how this works, how you can use it in your home, and Analema has just introduced a whole house unit that you can put in your home and bring coherence to all of the water in your home. All you got to do is go to coherent-water.com and use code OPP for a discount. That, 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 that's a really important point. And, and it kind of leads into my next question, which is you kind of don't know what you're missing. You know, if you've, if a lot of this stuff has missed you and you, a lot of this is new information, the same way that a really high quality night sleep helps you be a better person the next day in like, Oh my gosh, I feel so good. Like I, you know, I feel younger and more youthful and clearer the, this, the, the same idea is that when you are living in a high vibration, when you are eating right and you have love in your life and you're exercising regularly and you know, doing your thing and, and you know, be, living clean and glyphosate free, et cetera, cleanses, etc., you realize that your your perception changes, your mood changes, the way that you see the world and the way that you process information. For me, I, I've been obsessive about water. For my entire life and, and haven't drank tap water at my house for 15 years. It's all spring gathered and, and, and brought back to coherence. And, and I think, I think that just that one thing, not drinking tap water for 15 years probably is what is continuing to help me make better decisions for myself and my family.
1: And that's one,
0: it's like one thing. Right? Good
1: job. That's I love hearing that. Then, by the way, um, there are no parasites in spring water when it freshly comes out of the ground. Um, once it's in the stream, you know, a bear can come and poop out tapeworms in the stream. And, you know, that can spread that way, which I have, by the way, put videos of that out on my Telegram channel. It's pretty gnarly or narwhal, as we like to say, gnarly and a wall at the same time. At any rate, the uh, I'm glad to hear all that. That was really cool. and And that's that's what you got to do. If you're if you're new to this information, you just you just pick a way and start. We do four times a year group parasite cleanses that lead all the way to a water fast. I've done that for years. I mean, I've been leading cleanses for over 20 years. So at this point, it's just it's a turnkey for me and it's fun. And I love just being with the people. I do it for fun. It's not like I have to do it, but it's a necessary service. And there's usually anywhere from 100 to four or 500 people that do this with us. Every quarter, we do it right, usually on the change of the seasons, and so that's a way that somebody could can participate. The next one will come up in June twenty twenty three, and so getting on my mailing list or my Telegram, you'll you'll get information about that. Another way is you can dig into my newsletter, which every newsletter I put a complete breakdown of what my current strategies are for dealing with with viral shedding, shedding COVID, COVID um, long COVID, or whatever that is, or or jab injuries. All of that's in every newsletter for free and updated, which is like writing a book. There's enough information in there; it's literally a book.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is a it is an Akashic records of information that you've been able to create over the years, and it's tough to keep up with. And and you know, we've had this conversation with Paul Check in the past. You know, it's like, like there's so much information. Where the where do you start? Where do you begin? And, and, and how it's a chicken or the egg thing. How do you have the energy to be able to have discernment, right? Like, where does that come from? Where does the, like, you're not, you're not, you are clean and clear. You're, you're focused. You're seeing through the bullshit. You know, you put the, you put the shades on where you can see clearer and then you start processing information better. But it's tough for a lot of people to get to that point, and and I'm I'm further upstream from that, you know, with with biohacking and and performance and you know nutrition and fitness and personal development and stuff like that, and you know you know using the Apollo to to shift your mood and etc. And but in order to make good decisions for you and your family and to see through all of the all of the facades, you have to have gas in your gas tank. You have to have energy when you wake up to to have this the just the 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 go get them to be able to see what's really going on in the world. And I think that for a lot of people that's a really tricky proposition because they're they're tired and they're stressed and they're and so for you to say hey pick 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 a topic (laughs) just, just start just start by reading a newsletter. And then pick one thing, maybe it's a parasite cleanse, maybe it's, you know, sun exposure within 30 minutes of waking up, maybe it's quitting drinking tap
1: water, but you have to start somewhere, right? Yes, of course. And and I think you, you deduce that really nicely for people. So there's so much, I mean, my day is filled with trying to get as many things done as I possibly can in this reality, because- you know, there's only so much time, and so I, I better go as fast as I can because I got to get those electroculture things out. I got to get those soils made. I get those that that tree planted up. I got to get those hundred trees planted up. I gotta, I got to get those into five gallon pots. I, you know, it's always something like that. That's just on that. Let alone like I'm a drummer too, right? So I always have to, I constantly have to learn something that's that's taking me to another level. Like you know, I've been recently learning this. You know, accenting on the second on the second note, like. stuff like that, where I'm going to move the beat up or back so that the accent, instead of falling on the first note, falls on the second. So if this is two notes, the accent could fall on the first one or the second one. That's been real interesting and real tricky over the years because I've been at this for like 30-something years. So now I'm like, I've got to that point where it's uh, – and so I'm working on that every day. And so then, you know, there's always something going on. Um, This, you know, this water thing is a very important thing, and it's something that I – take really seriously and i tried to drink as much water as possible that's a great place to start That's why i'm doing it right now
0: yeah yeah you gotta get you gotta get the water in you gotta get the flames in you gotta get the sun in you gotta get you gotta get it in so that you foot you gotta get the barefoot in for sure and and the
1: the either the sauna or the cold dips or both something like that that's also a big one but you gotta start and and you take what makes sense and you just go into it now this thing about the parasite cleansing is something you do kind of seasonally it's not something you do every day forever because that's not how these herbs really work they're they're kind of medicinal herbs they're not something you take every day <laughs> they're too powerful and then at some point you go okay i'm good and then you just lay off them for two three four five six months then you that's point, you go back onto it and usually what i recommend and this is how we do our cleanses is you do the parasite cleansing Then we get down to one meal a day. Then we get down to no meals a day. So it's all liquid diet. We're bringing our calories down through both those stages. In the final stage, we're going on water. And then we're fasting on water for preferably a week um, while we're doing our normal life. We're just actually, that's a really important skill to develop. Fasting on water is by far, in my opinion, the the thing that gives you youth the fastest. No question about it. When I fast on water at this stage, um because i you know i'm in a scene so i've got to fast for every day i'm every year i'm alive so i count juice fasting in there but i and i generally hit it by the way you know i'm going to be 53 this year that means i have to fast 53 days this year and i generally hit it i I will say that the oldest scenes said you had to fast on water it was a little different back then so i get their point too but anyway i do do a lot half those days at least or a little more than half those days are water and so i'm fasting at least a month out of the year on water that is so important. It just you, this thing, you know, I'm a David Goggins fan, right? The reason why people don't have energy is because they didn't decide that they were going to have energy. Yeah. That's the reason. That's the very base reason. As soon as you decide, then gradually you can build up the skills. You can work it, work on it, and you can get better at it. And and so that so you have to decide first like, am I going to have energy or not? Now, somebody could be in a situation right now where they have no energy. So the first step is decide. Now, my uncle had eight, he had four stage pancreatic cancer for eight years and he almost died in the hospital. And he's like, if I don't get up and I don't walk around the bed, I'm going to be dead. If I don't get up and I don't walk down the whole floor of this hospital, I'm going to be dead. If I don't go walk around the hospital every day, I'm going to be dead. If I don't walk around the block every day, I'm going to be dead. He gradually, he worked some way up to walking like five miles or 10 miles a day.
0: Whoa. And he saved
1: himself for, he well, he lived another eight years and he wasn't into nutrition. He had a good great chiropractor. He had great care for sure. Um, he wasn't into nutrition, but mind is, I mean, I, I looked at that case and I was like, damn, it was mind power. That's it. Of course. And that was amazing. That was amazing to see that. I have to say. Yeah. You got a decision making the
0: decision and, and, you know, you have to make it every day you know, you have to, you have to decide every single day that you're going to be awake. You have to be, you have to decide every single day that you're going to create your own enthusiasm and optimism and energy for your own life. And and of course the, you know, the, the deck is stacked against you. That's easy to be distracted by Doritos and Netflix, but you know how to do that. You know, you've tried that, you've done that for a while, you've played Fortnite and, and, and where does that get you? You know, it, the, these, these, these little things to jumping off points, I think lead to, um, it, it really is a spiritual process. And, and I, and I kind of want to, I want to go there a little bit because one of my questions is, uh, how, how does health and vitality directly lead to spiritual growth?
1: Wow. What a great question. The, the, So this is my perspective on that. And that is, you know, your spirit is inhabiting your physical body. So that's your your physical body is the avatar. And the healthier that your physical body is, the healthier your spirit is. And the greater ability you have to change your belief systems and believe changing your belief systems controls your karma. It controls your karma and the destiny of your soul. So, for example, in this lifetime, I was very, very lucky and fortunate to be presented with a few teachings that change my karma. They change the destiny of my soul and the direction I'm going. And that's what life is about. See, that's another Rudolf Steiner thing. And many other great teachers have taught that too, that in life, you can move the ball forward or you can move it backward, but you can move it forward. And in the, in the afterlife or in between lives before you're reincarnated, you can't. You can't. Whatever you achieved in your life, you're there at that level until you reincarnate again. Then you get the chance to move the ball forward or backwards. And so that's a really amazing discovery because the healthier that you are, the happier that you are, the more likely you are to be able to change your mind. Mm. And there is definitely a disease that's fatal and that's a closed mind.
0: Hmm. So then one thing that again keeps coming up is it's easy. Let's, okay. So we're thinking of people on a, on a spectrum. Everyone listening from around the world right now is, is, is on a spectrum from, you know, Maybe being a little skeptical of the COVID narrative to They're <laughs> David all the way Avocado out. Wolf, yeah, <laughs> right. right? So people people are are on are on the spectrum. For the people that are that are maybe closer to the David Avocado Wolf end of the spectrum, it's it's super easy to get caught up in uh, in, in conspiracies and to, to spend hours a day, you know, Twitter's a really wonderful place. Substack's a really wonderful place to just like immerse yourself in truth. And I know I'm guilty of this from time to time. And some of my listeners and friends and coaching, you know, clients are as well is like, at what point do we, do we slow down or take a break from the deluge of, Of hard truths so that we can recharge and not be overwhelmed by all of this, you know, dark information that is part of our reality.
1: Great. I I started early. So I'm a little bit I'm a little bit of a different type of student than most in this regard. I started early, very young. I've you know, when I was five years old, my neighbor, Mrs. Smutko, told me that the Democrat Party was going to break down the southern border and allow all the illegals to run into the United States and vote them in forever. She told me that I was five years old. I mean, I'm like a real small kid. I'll never forget that. My brother was three years old. He never forgot it. We We were like, what? I mean, we we're red pilled early about Whoa. banks, banksterism, fractional reserve banking, all that stuff. So I'm lucky in that regard. But essentially what you got to get to is you and this is where I'm at with it. And this is what I want people to really get to is that you got to know your enemy. Um, You got to know the characteristics of the aramonic parasite and the luciferic parasite. And those are the two enemies, basically. And then you got to know how to you got to know what they do and how they behave and what their actions are and what their thinking is like. And then once you have that, you don't really. I mean, it's all the news, just the same stuff regurgitated over again. You, you go, oh, there's the pattern again. Okay, this is that's definitely an Aramonic scam, like that Yoval horror, Harari, like we legitimized looking inside the body. I mean, this is pure Aramonic parasite. Literally, I think at one point Steiner actually said, watch for anybody who uses the word algorithm. He nailed it right on the money. I mean, I was like, whoa, Steiner actually said that. At any rate, so once you know that those forces that are at work to and those forces ultimately is really no evil. I mean, those forces are actually good in a certain way. They're causing you to evolve. They're causing you to gain greater understanding. They're causing you to understand better what this place on Earth is about. And so ultimately, from the highest perspective, it's actually all good. It's really Mm -hmm. good. And then once you know those patterns, I mean, you know, I can look at the news, whatever, and I'll be like, okay, there's that again. Okay, there's with that. And do I need to get caught up in it? It's like, what? No, I already know the the pattern. I already know the hyperdimensional object of the Luciferian parasite and the Aramonic parasite. So, therefore, I can get creating. And that's the point. That's the story we haven't got to yet, which is uh, when you're creating, you're automatically driving off those forces. And it's the creative impulse that is the future. The creative impulse is what generates glory, abundance, and infinite inspiration.
0: I'm going to give that one a pause. Take that one,
1: in. that's a good one. And it really is very helpful because people know they're like, oh, yep, when I'm creating, I'm not – I'm not, you know, thinking about this or that or drawn into this other crap or b- worried about this bill or whatever with the creating is where the magic is happening. The creative p- impulse is what's driving all of humanity forward. And, and it's what will save us ultimately. And it's this is strange. I'm gonna, it's strange to say this, because when you look at the Aramonic Parasite, part of its characterization is is um, an oxymoron or a paradox. And the harmonic Parasite is going to use the surveillance state to enslave everybody. There's a problem, though. The harmonic Parasite cannot create anything new. So ultimately, other people will figure out another way that will hack their surveillance system, will bypass it, will flash a light at it when we drive by. We'll, there's going to be a whole. that's happening right now. The surge is about to hit of all the countermeasures that are going to be coming against the surveillance state. Steiner also said, I'm just gonna put this out there because this is one to be this is one of those things that people will come back to me years from now and be like, I when you first said that, I thought you're such an idiot. But now and and this is and I've been saying this one for years. Edgar Casey said it too, that the next superpower, it's obvious who it's gonna be. It's Russia. And they said that 100 years ago, they they knew that after the Western powers fall into parasitism, that's how they're going to fall. Um, and the war of all against all, which is the constant divide and conquer. Then the next one is going to be Russia. And then that will go on for, say, a thousand years. And that will be uh, homes of there will be home of liberty in Russia. And Russia will not be what we think it is today. Today, we see like, you know, I would say Putin's just one step down from, say, the U.K. in terms of tyranny. People are like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, the UK arrested like three thousand people for something they posted online last year right. and Russia six hundred. So you're telling me which one's the more which one's the more corrupt? Which one's the more draconian? Um, There's a lot of draconian things going on in all these countries, especially Russia and Ukraine and all of them. But in the future, you can see why it's where it's going. Now, this is why I think it's going that way. It's because the Russians are the best hackers. They're going to hack down the surveillance state. That's what that's where it's going the russians are going to hack down the surveillance state and that's ultimately because they remember these these bad actors they can't create anything so once they have all their created stuff in their s- surveillance state eventually people go we're, g- we're not giving them our better technology we're going to hack them and they're going to have to deal with it and that and that's how i perceive us breaking the the grip of the of the Aramonic surveillance state
0: hmm. So being able to recognize these patterns in your everyday life, being able to recognize these themes, these features, these players, these parasites is, is a way to recognize without being consumed by the deluge of information. It's like, Oh, I see that pattern. I've seen that pattern before you
1: got you nailing it, dude. You got it. I mean, you're picking I, it up. But let me give you another way of saying that. Like, so I'm a plant guy, I, you know, I've planted, I've been responsible for the planting of at least 1.4 million trees on earth. And by before I'm gone off this earth, I, that number, I want it to be 18 billion trees. I mean, we're going for it. And we've been as a nonprofit, we've been going for 21 years. And, you know, again, just right here in this front yard, I've got hundred trees ready to go in the ground. You know, that's kind of how I am. Um, There's only 350 plants on Earth. If you think there's millions and you buy into the Linnaean categorization system, you can't comprehend what this is. It's impossible, actually. It it actually, those harmonic deceptions actually disable the human being from comprehending. There's really only 350 plants. So once I know the character, for example, of the Baobab or the Kapok, or up here it shows up as a basswood or Tilia Americana, once i know the character of that family then i know what wherever that shows up in my ecosystem i go oh there's the baobab relative okay it's going to be this this and that oh there's the malvache relative it's going to be this this and that oh there's the dandelion relative it's going to be this this and that oh there's the goji bear relative it's going to be this this and that oh there's the tobacco relative it's going to be this this and that once i know those archetypes then i automatically know what's going on in the ecosystem is that a, you see how much easier it is to understand what's what our reality is when we get that kind of education. And that's the education of the future. That's, by the way, what I've been teaching kids for years and kids get that automatically. And there's like this. I'm thinking of my my good friend, Camille, who was just here with us. We had a beautiful conference. Her son is one of those people who's at 10 years old. He's he knows every survival technique. Possible in his ecosystem you want to build a trap to catch a bear from mother nature he knows exactly every way that's ever taught on the internet how to do that you want to catch a squirrel you do this you do this that and the other thing all things from nature um you know every, anything you anything you can name you want to pick all the wild mushrooms from nature he knows all that he's 10 years old wow That and you know so he's been educated by us right through his whole life he's going to be it's beyond I, I can't even comprehend it's impossible to comprehend what that kid is going to be in the future. its That's how awesome it's going to be. Now, there is a family. They're like, we're moving to the woods. We're we're getting out of the city. And they did that and had the kids in the woods. And, you know, at, this is what's happened from that. And it's really, really the best news ever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool, there's so much. Are many we having ways. fun yet? Oh, we're having a blast, David. This is this is. This is everything I hoped it would be. Well, when, and and maybe I maybe I kind of already know know the answer to this, but when people think about the ways to spend their money, um, that are going to have the biggest effect on their health, which we just have stated is upstream from greater awareness, which is then upstream from, um, or and then downstream from you know greater consciousness and better decisions and a happier life and more satisfaction and more love and joy and peace and, you know, ascended consciousness. Where is it? Where should people be focusing their dollars for increasing their health and vitality and longevity?
1: Food's a really good place to to look first. I think water too. And if you, if you're drinking pure water, you you're in great shape. If you can have an indoor air purifier, that's also really great. And I'm kind of assuming that hopefully that's already happening for yeah. our listeners here. Yeah. So it's air, water and food, right? So the food is a big one because that's probably going to be your biggest expense. It is your biggest, biggest expense when you consider, you know, like your water filter, let's say it costs you $2,000, but that was a one-time fee. And uh, let's say your air filter costs you $500. That's a one-time fee or, you know, the, to replace the, the filters is- Whatever twenty dollars. So, but food, geez, you might be spending a thousand dollars on food a month, or if you have a family, it could be two thousand or more a month. So that's where the growing your own food comes in. That's also where understanding wild food comes in. Um, I'm a super fanatic about wild food. In fact, the only real food I've eaten today is the pine palm that my friend dandelion picked. Um, that's in glycerin. We're we're doing we're doing a glycerin experiment. So I just had a big peeping tablespoon of that. That's all wild food from here, like local pine, wild food.
0: You had a big old spoon of pine pollen.
1: Yep. Ha, ha, ha,
0: ha. <laughs> yeah. I I asked. I just did an episode with um with this woman. Her name is is eluding me. We're talking about low dose now. Trek I wanted to <laughs> do a deep dive into LDN. And we were talking about, um, you know, detoxing from COVID jabs and uh, pine pollen came up there. Can you maybe just elaborate a little bit more about what what pine pollen is and why?
1: OK, well, pine pollen got popularized because it's a test bioidentical testosterone. And it's it's a trip. I mean, in this in the ecosystem that we live in here in the south. So I live, you know, basically in Houston and. Um, this ecosystem, this forest, runs all the way through to Florida and north to New Jersey, and the dominant tree is the loblolly pine. That's the dominant tree of this of this forested ecosystem, which is a vast ecosystem. Okay, so that's the bioidentical testosterone that's coming from the from the pollen of that tree which opens up in in february march really beginning of march and spreads its hormones or its steroids all over the land to stimulate everything else to grow that's why it has testosterone in it and that's testosterone and other androgens and there's a whole category four other categories these are called i want to say androsteroids i think they're androsteroids, brassica androsteroids would be the class of that contains testosterone and dhea And other ones that are in androstenedione, for example, is also in pine pollen. There's another one. I think androsterone, that's the other one, is four. But there's, there's four in five different categories. So there's four in that category. Then there's other ones. It's a vast array of nutrients in pine pollen from this tree. Um, Pinus Tata is its um, Latin binomial. Once you know about pine pollen, you really know that all pine pollens are edible, not just the ones from here, but all of them. This is just the glorious, great pine tree of the South. So we love it. Right below it is growing saw palmetto. Saw palmetto is most well known for its magical effects on the prostate. The testosterone's up there on the pollen and the saw palmetto's right below it, right under the tree. There it is. Perfect. Right, and then right next to that is growing chasteberry or vitex, which produces a bioidentical progesterone. Coincidence? Yeah. yeah right. Now, how, see, this is where the atheist runs into a real problem. That's all a coincidence, apparently, to an atheist. How is that such a thing? An atheist? How's that such a thing? A coincidence? And I could go on just about this ecosystem and what's naturally here. There's crazy amount of stuff going on naturally here in this ecosystem including the invasion of a wild citrus into the south that i never even heard of i grew up as a citrus farmer in southern california i never heard of the invasion of a citrus tree into the south called the wild orange there's a wild Hmm. orange that's invaded the south it's a zone six orange so it can handle snow and ice i have a friend growing one in pittsburgh it's a citrus craziest thing ever man i mean that so. So then I started eating this thing, because you know, because it's like, hey, we have 15 of them growing here on this land. So let's eat it. OK, so I start juicing it because it's real seedy. So I'm squishing the juice out and imagine this, you know, the great flavor of a lemon and the great flavor of lime. They're they're cataclysmically, massively epic flavors. Right. There's another one and has no sugar in it. It's the wild orange. It's citrus oh. trifoliata is the name of it. Citrus trifoliata. Total mind bender. I mean, so I've been doing those, you know, it's out of season right now. They're just flowering. But once the summer hits and all the way through the end of the summer, I'll be on that every day. Three, four, five, six of those oranges squeezed into this thing right here with water every single day. And that's really, really something. There's so much to be said about citrus bioflavonoids from the from the uh, modified pectin to nobiletin to um, luteolin, to um quercetin. Those are all related flavonoids that are in orange peels.
0: Uh, do you you said invasive? Does that mean that it's that it's not welcome or it's just it's just spreading invasively? It's
1: spreading. It's just it's huh. wild. It's it, this whole thing's wild. I'm like, we had a snow apocalypse here in 2021 and no citrus survived. And so a friend of mine was here Dandelion, the guy I was telling you about with pine pollen. He's like, no, 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 dude, you got, there's a ton of citrus over here. And I was like, there, there can't be, dude. It was all killed. It's all dead. And he's like, no, 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 it's all right here. So we went and we checked this out. I was like, this, what is this? I can't believe this exists. What? I, how do I not know about this? And then we we went, so then we, we cleaned up those trees because they've been growing wildly. So we opened them up and we fed them and we nourished them and they produced hundreds of fruits for us. Hundreds. Mm. It was epic. It was just insane. I, I, you know, that this is what's exciting in the world. You guys, I mean, to find a wild citrus growing in your backyard that you never heard of, that's as good as a lemon or a lime that come That's as good as it gets. I can't come up with something better than that.
0: So, when, when, so thinking about where you're, you, where your dollars can be spent the best. So, we've got, we've got an air filter. Trees
1: are, trees are really good trees. So, people, so this is another little ism that I have. And that is when I was talking with a good friend of mine, Kai, called me last night and we, and we got into this. Like, why are you going to spend money on a gym? Do not spend money on a gym. Go out and plant trees. Go out and plant a garden. Go out and lift boulders off your yard and create places to, plant trees into and go chop wood or you know that's your exercise i mean i like gyms and i'll use a gym if i have to because there's no nature or i'll like a yoga class i'll do that if I there's no nature but ultimately those are preparing us for nature now this is the what came up yesterday that i thought was really cool is that we got into this whole thing of like that workout right there planted those five trees those five trees 13 years later are now doing this 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 that and this this and that and the, all the other stuff and so the workout and the either I sprouted those trees or I bought those trees or whatever the situation was. Ultimately it was almost no expense. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It makes
1: sense, right? Like you could go, you could go throw around weights at the gym or you could dig a hole, you know, <laughs> you can move. I'm tell- Dude, I'm telling you that right there. See, that's kind of, cause I'm a, I'm really actually a farmer and just getting people to dig holes is a thing I watch all the time. You know, I had, I had, I think, six young guys on my farm in Hawaii recently. This is over the holiday, Christmas holiday. And, uh, it was just interesting. The ones who were like, Oh, I'll let him dig it. Oh, I, you know, it's too tough. I can't get into the soil, this, that, and just watching, you know, these young guys just, you know, being being unable to deal with the tough conditions of the soil. And then, you know, going in there and being like, here's how we do it. And then, Chipping out rocks, you know, you get a rock out and you open up the hole deeper, and you get another rock that's down there. You pull that one out and you open it up deeper, and gradually you get it deep enough. Or another system that we use is you take a tree that's been that's dead, you dice it up into pieces like big, like logs you'd sit on, for example, by mm-hmm. a campfire, except they're sitting upwards. So the circular top and the circular bottom are touching that way, you know, they're up and down like the tree is naturally. And you stack those around in a semicircle, and then plant into that. Then let the tree root itself in. Then all those all those logs turn into medicinal mushrooms, and it's all happening right there. And then it's it, the moisture is held by the wood, and it's just the way to go. And that's called hugel culture. That's another really good way of of building very vivacious soils very quickly without planting. You don't have to dig anything. You're mm-hmm. planting on top of the soil because you're you're basically just creating a circle and then planting into that.
0: Mm, I like that. Yeah, that Hugo culture. That's
1: that's a new one on me. That was um Sep was the guy. He's the guy leading guy in the world on that, a Swiss berserker permaculturalist. Sepp Hulcher, a guy worth looking up. Oh. Cool.
0: Well, I mean, I would, I would prefer to go all day and into the wee hours of the morning with you, but I want to be mindful of your time. Cause, cause obviously you've, you've got, you got some yard work to do <laughs> today. Um, man. So I do have, I do have a, a, a final question, which is a fill in the blank, but I, but I'll, but I'll, I'll, I'll put that off for just a moment. And, and, and going back to Steiner's teachings and this, this sort of seminal paragraph that you spoke of and thinking about what happens next because you have been predicting and alarming and educating in so many ways for so many years and 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 anybody who's listening right now who doubts the veracity of some of the things that, that David is saying go look it up go look up how many times David has been correct how many times he's predicted and you are for sure the most entertaining follow on twitter I mean, but go go look at go. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, go go look at 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 David's track record and and begin to wrap your brain around it. But I I think with so much fear and trepidation going on and low low energy and low vibration, people being stressed out and and trying to figure out what happens next. You know, the last three years have been just so yeah. disruptive for people. At what can people do and where do you see what are the next couple of stages as that that we can all maybe kind of expect over the next year or two?
1: I think reading the book of Revelation is important and knowing what's there because we're going through it. We're 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 about to that prophecy is about to happen. And no know, knowing that it doesn't last forever. So what follows winter every single time? Springtime. And we're in that right now. We're in the magic of springtime. So eventually the evil will subside. Eventually they will falter. Eventually they will fail. Eventually they will collapse. Eventually they will be indicted. Eventually they will be brought to justice. And I don't know if it's going to happen next week or next year or 10 years from now or 20 years from now, but it's, it will eventually happen. It's inevitable. The um, thing we've got to do is we got to just stay really educated about food and survival and water and, um, fuel and things that could dry up for periods of time in there, there's going to be a pimple pop of evil I guess I got to say it that way it's coming and we can feel it coming and that pimple pop of evil is going to according to Rudolf Steiner lead to an, a flesh and blood incarnation of Aramon himself so Araman is is that parasitic deity or entity or demon of the lower astral realm that's actually going to you know incarnate on the earth as the antichrist and that and he, Steiner's very clear that that being is born in the 21st century and is born flesh and blood, not an AI. Now I'm not mm-hmm. saying it couldn't be Darth Vader later, probably, or she could be a she too. It could be Darth Vader later. And I suspect that's probably what will happen, but that will, you know, that, that we're going to go through something like that. And then after it's all over, Steiner says that the 20th and 21st century, because one of his students asked him like, how old people are going to look at us, you know, in the future. And he's like, well, um, you know, let me put it this way. It's like they're gonna look and they're gonna be like, probably this is a good idea of what not to do
0: <laughs> in the future.
1: The 20th and 21st century will be messages into the future of what not to do. Now, I'm not saying what we're doing, but I'm talking about the general gist of where the civilization's going, the faucies, the big pharmas, the CDCs, the big governments, the big ag the big chem, you know, all that. That's that will that we will have finally learned our lesson. It's gonna be a tough lesson to learn. And there'll be some um, ups and downs. My recommendation is is get to a, a, a spot outside of a city, if you can. Start now and just start working your way towards a cabin in the woods or a piece of land in the woods. Maybe you can get a motorhome or some kind of a vehicle, you know, with a trailer, and just drive out there and camp out there. And then step by step by step, learn you know, learn the land. And I was very lucky early that I was I was just aware to do that young. And I, it was because it's because I'm originally from New York and New, and New Jersey. And there was always this thing in New York, like, hey, you have your place in the city and you have your place upstate. And that was imprinted in me very young. So I was lucky in that regard. And so I've got a lot of resources out there that way, you know, awesome places set up in the middle of nowhere um, with the fruit trees and the berries and all the other goodies and great people and spring water and all the fun and all that. And uh, but I, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I was talking to Jem, our fruit tree planting foundation guy the other day, and, you know, he, he said to me one time, he's like, Hey, when the, when you know what hits the fan, I think I want to be right in the middle of it. And you know what? I kind of feel that too. I don't need to run. I mean, I'm, I'm in my fifties. I don't, where am I going to run to? I like, I'm not, I I believe I I don't believe in reincarnation. I know it as a fact. You know what I mean? I'm not like, yeah. So if, if I check out of this body, great, I'll, you know, the next thing will be even better. Cool. So, yeah. you know, I'm kind of thinking maybe I want to be in the middle of the chaos, see what happens. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's, it's so funny that you say that because I did, we, me and my family bugged out um, during COVID. We moved out to the country to an island in the Puget Sound and um, we're on two acres, lots of fruit trees. It was hard. It it, it was, it was isolating. It was, it, it was hard to find community. It was kind of dull. Uh, there wasn't that many stores. There wasn't much to do and two small kids. Now, we moved back from the island back to the mainland here north of Seattle, and so this, that 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 idea of like being in the middle of it, um, having options, having resources, you know, having a plan when when the you know zombie apocalypse happens and being prepared for it, knowing how to you know forage and trap and so forth. Like we're working on that stuff, but it 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 does it takes a full commitment. It takes a a a a massive shift in how you live your life and um so i just keep i keep i keep oscillating kind of back and forth but i uh, i'm a stay and fight kind of guy anyway too so so we'll see but um this is so great david again like uh, i think i told you before we started you know i i've, I've interviewed People from all over the world and, you know, high level clients that I've worked with. But I i was really, really excited to connect with you today. Um, before I ask the fill in the blank last question for the interview, um, where where should people go on the Internet?
1: Oh, you can find me. My favorite thing is Telegram. And when they deleted me off YouTube and Pinterest, I always started looking at what's not going to be deleted. And I found a friend of mine. She knew Pavel Durov, the founder of Telegram. And she's like, he's going to protect your freedom of speech Be to the death. And I was like, okay, she knows him. That's what she's saying. I'm going with telegram. So I've been on telegram all that time. So David avocado wolf on telegram is my telegram and that's telegram messenger and telegram messenger is actually a social media app. It's also a communication app like WhatsApp as well. Another thing is David Wolf on Twitter, D A V I D W O L F E on Twitter. You can find me there and Instagram, David avocado wolf and Instagram. And just David wolf.com is another way. You, you can find out what I'm up to. You can't miss
0: them. You can't miss them. Join the newsletter. Um, just begin the process. So this is the last question, and, and I'm going to be interested to hear how you respond to it. This can be related to anything, and you can elaborate as much or as little as you wish, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing.
1: Ooh, okay. <clears throat> Everyone would benefit from knowing this tripartite nature of reality. And that is the Luciferic escapism, false light impulse, the Aramonic algorithm thinking, materialistic thinking and bean counting impulse. And then finding that cosmic Christ in between the creative center. Everyone will benefit from knowing that. And as you start utilizing those tools, you'll go, oh, this person's Luciferic. I see what's going on here. Oh, I can see what was going on with my dad. He was super harmonic. I get it now. And you start to find where that middle ground is and where your creative center yeah. is. This is the core of the teaching that Rudolf Steiner brought.
0: Mm. David, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast.
1: Right on. Thanks so much, bro. Cheers.